Hello and welcome to the A Quilting Life podcast. I'm Sherry McConnell from A Quilting Life. And I'm Chelsea Stratton from Chelsea Stratton Designs. And this episode is airing on Monday, March 28th. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're excited about this episode. We have a special favorite things episode planned for you. And this actually came from a listener viewer recommendation. So thank you very much for that idea. Great recommendation. Yes. I'm loving it. We had we had a lot of fun in the preparation for this one. Yes. I was very excited when I got the outline from Billy last night. Yeah. So. <laughs> So we are, you know, if you're following along in real time on social media and the blog, we're right in the middle of just sharing all about our Emma Fabric collection still. We really appreciate all the kind words when we shared it on the podcast. And uh, so you'll still be seeing new things uh, popping up here and there. But today, Chelsea gets to share three of her quilts. Uh, But first... I wanted to share, if you're viewing, you can see this beautiful, gorgeous bench pillow on the back made with our Sincerely Yours fabrics and wool that matches uh, and contrasts with the Sincerely Yours fabrics. It says love, and there are six little hearts that are kind of like intertwined heart rings is what i thought of when yeah, I saw it. yeah heart rings that yeah. yeah i had seen this quilt lisa bonjean had shared this quilt and this pillow and i was like that is so beautiful i i should make that but i don't have time well a couple weeks ago i got this box in the mail from primitive gatherings and i thought did I order something and forget about it? Because <laughs> I do order from them. And then I opened up the box and it was this pillow and I was just floored. I couldn't even believe it. And there was a, a beautiful card in there from Lisa and she shared her appreciation for being on our podcast and said that, you know, she just really felt like I should have this. And it was so cute because at the end of the card, she said, uh, don't tell Chelsea and Billy not to worry. I'll I'll be thinking of something for them as well. They will get something in the future. So. She's so sweet. It's yeah, so, so cute. I'm so grateful. I love it so much. And just to have something that Lisa made, I know, is so cool. Because yeah, one of the first one of the memories I have of her when we started attending quilt markets after designing starting to design for Moda was she just like sits in her booth and will like work with her wool. And it's so mesmerizing because she's totally carrying on a conversation with you. And it's like second nature to her to be designing and creating all these beautiful things. And oh, so, yeah. so awesome that you have something that she made. Yeah. I <laughs> That just made me think of another story about Lisa. <laughs> so it was after the Minneapolis quilt market last okay. when we were there. It was a very long time ago. A long time ago. I got on a bus from that market with a lot of other designers and went to Iowa for a retreat. You did. Yes. And Lisa was on that bus. And we were driving, you know, from <laughs> Minneapolis to Des Moines in this bus. And there were tornado warnings all around. And it was really interesting because you could tell the people on the bus who had were from the Midwest or who, you know, different parts of the country where tornadoes are a frequent occurrence. They weren't as worried as those of us from, say, the West Coast, California. We were just 
terrified. <laughs> Mortified. But, yeah, but Lisa was actually sitting across the aisle from me and she had this light around her neck and she was stitching on the bus while oh we can see tornadoes all out the windows and that that really scary sky that they yeah, t- yeah we saw that and she was just very calmly stitching and so then I was like okay I'm not going to be worried I'm not going to be worried well then I remember at one point she stopped stitching and she got on her phone and she started looking at the weather app. No. And I was like, oh, maybe I should be worried. You know, <laughs> if Lisa's worried, if Lisa's we're worried. worried she... <laughs> so, but yeah, just a, a story that I remember. But this is going to be a lot of fun to hang. I have a quilt hanger out in the hallway. And when I hang a Sincerely Yours quilt, there's a little bench there. I can put this on the bench right yes. underneath it. So. That's the perfect place for it. Yes. So, oh, thank I you, love Lisa. It. <laughs> And that, so that's an actual pattern? I, yeah, too? yeah. I believe it's a pattern, too. We'll find it and put a link yeah, to it because she it. shared this on her Instagram or blog or yeah. both. So yeah, I bet, we'll I bet people are going to be interested in, yeah. in that. So. <laughs> yes. I love it. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about your quilts? Yes, I do. <laughs> and you guys, even Billy congratulated me this morning. He was like, oh, you got like four quilts done? proud of you good for you (laughs) like because sometimes I'm a little bit behind so the quilt on the wall this one's really special it's called memories and it's uh 71 and a half inches by 85 inches fat eighth friendly you has kind of a patchwork feel scrappy stars feel uh this is the one that I was really inspired by Emma herself I thought to myself what what is something I could see that would making that would remind me of her and for some reason I don't know just the patchwork and the stars uh just really made me think of her and so I really love this one Marion Bot did the quilting it's so pretty Sherry McConnell did the binding (laughs) (laughs) you guys what would I do I will I will give you mom has been like so nice to me. She's like, well, she's always nice to me, but she's like, let me bind your quilts. I have some evening shows to watch or whatever. And mom did the beautiful binding on all my quilts thus far. So there's that. But memories, fat eighth friendly, a lot of fun to make. And the quilt on the table, we'll pop a picture up too is my panel-friendly quilt. So this one I'm really excited about because mom also has a panel-friendly quilt. This one is called Sweet Pea, and it's 59 inches by 70 inches, and you just need a panel and a layer cake are the two main things you need to make this quilt. It is. And then what did you use to cut these? Uh, from, the, from the layer cake. From the layer yeah, cake? Yeah, so everything oh. is from the layer cake or the panel. So your sashing posts are from your layer cake squares. Oh, okay. You don't actually use all the layer cake squares, but you use most of them. Right. Because there's a lot of background options in there too. Right. But it's great because this is a really, really, if you're just getting into panels, beginner friendly, 100%. And it shows off the beautiful panels, squares in this quilt. So I love this one. Yeah. And Marion also did... The quilting on this but I really really love this one and it's like perfect I can't wait to like it'll be the perfect quilt for like my kids to just like yeah. use on the couch or yeah yeah so those are my two quilts and you have the third one oh I you. do yeah. I do I have a third one behind me it's called joyful 
And here's the deal, you guys. Uh, this is fat quarter friendly. And I was very excited when we designed the Emma collection because there are so many different colorway options within the collection. And I knew I was going to make a Christmas quilt with all of the reds and greens and grays. And there's even some pinks in there because I like Christmas with a little bit of pink, but it's present blocks. A lot of people liked my under the tree pattern. So I decided to do another present quilt that kind of had more of a patchwork feel. And we will put a picture up, but fat quarter friendly and it's just a different option to use different fabrics if you're looking to buy yardage. Um, so, or just a fat quarter bundle, you can make two quilts mm -hmm. with a fat quarter bundle. So, and you will see very soon another colorway option I did that is mom's favorite quilt. So, yes. yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. And I have a quilt that I haven't shared yet that uses just some of the colors too. So, yes. That'll probably be on the wall for the next podcast I'm guessing yeah yeah that was uh something that really intrigued me about this collection is if you want to do different types of colorway quilts yeah great options in there grayscale yeah red white and blue and back hint, next, hint. yeah next podcast we should put my remaining quilt on the wall and one of your remaining quilts on the table yes yeah. yes but yeah so those are the quilts memories sweet pea and yeah so we will link to and what's the one on the ladder oh joyful joyful, joyful is the one on the ladder and i have a uh, pre-order pattern bundles available in my shop so we can link that for now so yeah all right well would you guys like me to walk us into our first topic for today Yes. Okay. Yes, so, we would. Yeah, because I, I, I sort of have to explain a little behind of why we're going to talk about it quickly. But on two episodes ago, so that's episode 50, you guys sort of offhandedly meant, well, you were talking about, I think, some of your favorite quilt patterns that you had done that weren't yours. Yeah. Right? And you both mentioned the swoon quilt, which was designed by... Camille Ross Kelly okay. of Thimble Blossoms. And... You both sort of offhandedly mentioned it. I think, Mom, you even said that you did do the first one. But um, the comments, there were a lot of people that maybe some just maybe misunderstood you because they asked, like, what is a swim quilt? But and it's swoon <laughs> quilt, so S-W-O-O-N. And other people heard you right and said, you know, oh, I'd love to see it. And you know, they both asked if they could see your swim, both of your swoon quilts and everything. And so, and then people had quite, I, I don't... And I really don't know why it like sort of caught fire a little bit with, with people asking questions about it because, again, you just sort of mentioned it, but a lot of people asked about it. So I figured, well, we better address it here. And, and I know you guys, it was one of your favorite quilts. So if you guys <laughs> want to sort of, and, and yeah. then you told me it was one of a very, very popular quilt pattern. So right. I was curious, like, well, why is it so popular then? Yeah, and I have a little bit of the backstory about it. I'm I don't think Camille would mind me sharing this at all. She I was sewing for her at the time and I actually we actually met at Apex uh, to, for her to drop off the fabric for this for me and which it, is outside of Las outside Vegas. Outside of Las Vegas, kind of halfway a little bit closer to her than to me, but it it made it to where I didn't have to drive all the way to her house to pick up the fabric and uh, she had the fabric in a plastic box 
And I remember her telling me, you know, we're just like standing there on <laughs> I-15, basically. And she said, yeah, I'm super excited about this. Uh, I need you to make it just how it is because it's going to be a kit. But yeah, she said this was super last minute. She had another quilt that she had designed for that fabric collection. And before she turned her designs in her, you know how we turn our patterns in, apparently um, American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine, the cover quilt was really similar to this other quilt that she was going to do with these fabrics. And so she had to kind of go back to the drawing board. And so she came up with this beautiful large block carpenter's wheel pattern that she named Swoon. And just a beautiful, beautiful quilt. And I just had a blast making it. I always tell people, hey, I made the very first swoon quilt. (laughs) And so then I did make another one. We'll pop up the picture. It's actually, I made mine in Denise Schmidt fabrics. So pretty. So, and it's been well used. It's washed and crinkly and we'll we'll get a picture, but then you can share about your oh I should mention also there is also a swoon 16 there there has been a whole family of swoon patterns from Camille and they're all amazing I've made the swoon mini I have the swoon 16 but I haven't made it but I want to same I have swoon there's one giant swoon baby quill there's several several Yeah. Yeah. I want to do the Swoon 16 really, really bad. And I want to use all of our fabric collections, but Mm. it just hasn't happened. Yeah. Uh, But also, I think it's so funny. Camille and I were at Apex exchanging fabrics. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Yeah. But I remember you telling me that story and I was really impressed because when you are designing patterns for a new collection, they're very personal to you. And so for her to see something that was similar right before and have to go back to the drawing board it must have been quite difficult to do, but it also produced something more amazing. And yeah. so I think that that story is really, really cool. So when I first got into quilting, I really, really loved all of, and I still do, but I was kind of enamored because I had seen mom's swoon quilt and I loved all of the designs that Camille was coming out with. And so I knew I wanted to make a swoon quilt and mine is not pieced perfectly, but I was really proud of myself. Well, I was so proud of myself. I had just gotten it done. And you'll see in these pictures, I got mine done like the night before Vanessa of Lella Boutique and I were supposed to have kind of a girl's weekend. And she was right. Yeah. So (laughs) she was like, Hey, are you still coming up? We were going to go hike Angel's Landing up in Zion. And I was really excited because I needed to kind of get out of the house. And Mason was going to watch the kids. So I'm like, I'm going to bring this swoon quilt to the top of Angel's Landing. (laughs) And I don't know why I thought I needed to do that, but I was so proud of it. So we hike Angel's Landing and I have got this swoon quilt in one of Vanessa's like hiking bags. And she was like, well, let's put it in a protective bag and we'll get a really cool picture on the top of Angel's Landing. Anyways, so we get this thing out and the wind was blowing and I just thought we were about to be blown away with this quilt as kind of like a parachute. So there's a picture of Vanessa and I holding 
this swoon quilt and these really awesome guys were able to get the picture for us and they thought it was so funny. They're like, you guys are quilters. And they found us on Instagram the next day and they were like, they're for real, man. They're legit. But no. So we got some swoon pictures and I'm very proud of that quilt. And And you used our fabrics, right? I mixed our our navies with Camille's navies and then used only our desert bloom grays. So it is mainly made out of desert bloom navy and grays. Right. But Camille has a really pretty colored navy she was using at the time and I mixed that in. It's very, very pretty. Okay. So how many, how long ago was that? That you did the hike and everything. Because as you told that story, I remember (laughs) now. I'm like, I remember when you, seeing you on Instagram with the quilt on top of Angel's (laughs) Land. And I'll be honest, I remember this is before I started working more with with mom and everything. And I was like, what in the world? Why did you bring a quilt on top of (laughs) Angel's Land and take these pictures? I thought it was, I thought you're like out of your mind. I'm like... (laughs) What is the point of of hike? Because I've hiked Angels Landings before too, and I'm just like, why would you pack a quilt <laughs> all the way to the top to take a pit? I had it no, is quite crazy. I, I I I will admit I understand a little bit more now. I guess yes, with the quilting photography and everything, and it's I guess it's a cool story. But we got I, a lot I remember of seeing that and yeah. being like, what in the world is my, my sister doing? Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Sorry, just. Just being honest. It's okay. I accept it. I accept. I accept your review. Yeah. But no, it was, it's still one of my favorite makes to date. And yeah, love the swoon. But now I think it's so funny that people commented swim quilt. I'm like, swim quilt? Maybe a quilt we take to the ocean, quilt we take to the pool to lay out on, you know? Okay. So that is our long discussion on swoon. swoon. Yeah. Watch for... And both of us probably to make more swoon quilts and that that carpenter's wheel design is just such a classic block and it opens it up to so many ways and I love Camille's method of constructing it yes and so yeah we are going to move on as mentioned to our favorite things portion of the podcast yeah we thought we would talk about our favorite tools brands of rulers sewing machines uh, storage items, most used colors of Arafil, specialty rulers, quilt reference books, anything else that we might have come up with. So yeah. how, how do we want to do this? Do we want to just take one category at a time and go yes. back and forth? Yes. Okay. I'm very excited. Okay. So tools. Okay. I mean, besides the basics, right? <laughs> <laughs> because I was writing a list last night and I'm like, man, I literally thought of this and I'm like, I should, we should do this. If I was on a deserted island and I had to only have specific tools, but then I was like, I need them all. Right. It would be one. It would be one heck of a deserted island. It would be like, and I couldn't choose. I was like, well, I need my sewing machine and my rotary cutter and my cutting mat. But a few of my favorite tools, I feel like that are tips I have given is, and I brought this nifty little bag. I got this from Lisa. Alexander from Moda. Did you get one of these? Uh-huh. Okay. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I left it out. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will never quit this. This is diagonal. I'll get pictures. Diagonal seam tape by Allison of Cluck Cluck So Still a favorite if you like that method is a tool. I cannot. I was kind of looking at this as like dramatically 
uh, what could I not live without? So yeah, I definitely. Agree. Yeah. Diagonal seam tape. And then actually I have a favorite phrase that I think a lot of quilters have, but pinning is winning. And <laughs> we just got these cute new tulip pins that I, did you get these too? Yeah. Have you tried them? Yes. Oh, no. And I, I love them. them. Why? They're so cute. I, they're cute. They're, they're so cute in the container. I just have I them know, sitting there. It's hard. Anyways, I love pins. I love my, I have a couple other brands that I really like, but pinning is winning. So I thought I would bring by the tulip pins. Guys, they're cute and practical. So why not? So pins, I absolutely need when quilting and yeah, those are like a couple tip ones. I, I could list a million. You guys know yeah. this. Yeah. And I, I I mean, obviously you could go down the list. I think, and yeah. you've talked a lot about different tools. I think you could, we could even think of doing this like once a year, like updating like yeah. new favorite things right. that, that make the list basically. Yeah. Obviously you could, you have a lot of other yeah. things that you know, but I mean, that's, yeah. that's neat, especially since it's new. Yes. Something yeah. that you're using frequently. Totally. Yeah. You know? No, I'm in a. I'm going to second her on the diagonal seam tape. That is would absolutely be on my list of favorite things. For pins, I really love the magic pins with the. Those are so good the too. Grippy ends. I just love how yes. easy they are to hold on to. And I'm going to say favorite thing, uh, a curry bungalow pin cushion is one of my favorite things. Uh, I love Terry's pin cushions. Agreed. See, this they is why incredible. this topic scares me because so. I can't. Oh, modern American vintage clapper. Yes. I'm using that. We'll be talking more about that over the coming weeks. That yeah. was on my list as well. Yeah. And their tools are beautifully yes. crafted. Beautifully crafted. Amazing. Yeah. They have the new one you were just talking about earlier this morning, the, oh, the, the one ruler that, stand. Yeah, that I couldn't buy. He, yeah. <laughs> he posted this beautiful stand for holding your your templates. And, yeah. And I went to buy it and he was already sold out. So <laughs> I know. He does yeah. they do beautiful work. Yeah. Uh, you'll have to find them on Instagram. Uh Doug's Doug's ruler. Yeah, um, I was going to talk about that later. Oh, we have, oh yes, guys. See, we have I'm, rulers and specialty rulers. I'm getting out of hand. So we will end okay. this topic here. Yes. But Billy, great idea for future podcasts to go and build off of this. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys, there's too many. So let's move to brands of ruler and then do specialty rulers okay. right after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's do that. So brand of rulers. Brand of rulers. So I'm going <laughs> to say there are two that I really like. I love creative grids. They just have everything and anything that you can think of and all the yeah. sizes, the markings are easy to read. But I also love this brand called Quilters Select. And I found out about those when I was at an event at the Christmas Goose in Las Vegas one time and Andrea had just gotten those in, but they have some type of coating on the back. They do not slide. You don't really? need to, yeah, you don't need to put anything on them to make them not slide. They just they don't slide. Let me and write this down. Creatives, I had not heard quilters of Quilters select. And so they have like a Q and an S on as their logo. But I have them. learning something new every day. Yeah, I have them in a few different sizes. I feel like I bought, when I was at that event, the ones that I thought I would use the most. And so I have several. But they, they're, um, you know, they're like eight and a half by 
24 and 12, 6 by 12. Yeah. They come in all the standard sizes. So they aren't really a specialty ruler, but they have several different sizes. Yeah. Creative so. grids, I'm obviously aware of. You've given me some. So, so. Yeah. Okay. What about specialty <clears throat> rulers? It's it's not the next thing on the list, but let's let's put that next since it goes with right after rulers. I'm going to go first because okay. I'm pretty sure you're going to say this. Yeah. The stripology. Yes. Is I was that's the main one I was going to say. Okay. So, uh super convenient and when you use it, you might not go back. So, yeah. when you can use it, you will use it. So, Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so clever. I when I got it, I was like, "Why is mom what is this? Like, why are you giving me this very yeah. clever ruler?" Yeah. I love the stripology ruler. It for those of you who don't know what it is, it's a a large ruler that has slots that you put your rotary cutter in and there are markings so that if you're cutting two and a half inch strips yeah you can cut on all the I think it's squares for yes. the two and a half inch and I can't remember there's a specific marking for one and a half inch but it just really helps when you're cutting a lot of strips yeah or squares or, or rectangles squares. because then yeah. you can turn your pieces and then cut it again and cut it again and you and it's so accurate and you don't have to keep thinking yeah. <laughs> uh, you know anytime we don't have to think when we don't have right? to think guys <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i love the stripology ruler i love the that and that's my creative grids i love their circle savvy ruler for when you're doing drunkard's path or any kind of curved piecing i love their pineapple and their log cabin rulers just love you those. Are the queen of so, uh, but the number one specialty ruler would have to be Doug Lico's. Doug's is good, and his is not by Creative Grids. It's not, but it's called the. He has two: the simple folded corners simple folded and the corners. mini simple folded. Yep. And I use the mini all the time. It's yeah. It's not that often that I get the larger one out because I just don't make that many large blocks. I guess. Yeah, I do though. Okay, and so, so I have used his a lot with my large block. Like, okay. Uh, the My, bigger ruler. Yes, the yeah. bigger ruler. And yeah. I have loved it. I think it's right. great. It's fantastic. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess, super clever. Again, that idea was very clever. Yeah. And I guess one more on rulers is I love my little exactly half inch wide ruler that has the. Oh, I've seen that. Quarter inch. Yeah. Mark down the middle. Just really nice for when you're only making a few half score triangles and, you yeah. want, and you're doing some marking perfect yeah. yeah okay sewing machines sewing machines and mom you probably have a lot more input on this but i have to say i was gifted i won't share the whole story i was gifted a janome gold from mom and that is what i started out sewing on and i was very impressed with it was my favorite thing ever and i just thought it was great and it was it worked perfect and i made so many quilts on that machine uh and then i was ready for something different and vanessa uh, i talk about her so much of lella boutique she said hey i got this jukey i know you're looking for one the tlqi whatever and she got it for Olive. She let Olive play around with it because there was a lot of hype about the Juki's power and a straight line quilter, uh, quilting. And she said, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'd am i be willing to sell this to you. And so it worked out. I got it. 
I loved it. Mom picked it up for me from mm-hmm. Vanessa. And I have found, and I have Tammy from Moda would also agree, I want a machine that is like pedal to the metal. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be quilting as fast and as powerful as I can. And that machine does it for me. And I think that's the greatest comment people have about it is it's a powerhouse. Yeah. So love my Juki right now. Power and speed, people. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting one too. You should. I went to a retreat and it was in Dallas and Everyone who had a juki, they were sewing so fast. I came home and I said, wow, it really made a difference. Yeah, it really does. There were several women, and I'm sure they were also great sewers (laughs) and quick quilters to begin with, but it really did seem like that juki made a difference. It it really does. And my husband actually has (laughs) this theory. Uh So sometimes I'll be quilting and like, He'll like say something and then I'm like, like really. And he's like, are you like angry right now? Because whenever you just like take off, yeah, take off sewing, it's like, does she not want to talk right now? And it's kind of like this funny banter we have, but that's not true. I just like to sew quickly, but he sometimes makes fun of me. He's like, man, maybe she's upset right now because that juki is just just humming away, humming away, going crazy, but no. Oh, that's fun. Yes, I currently sew on a Janome Memory Craft Professional 6600P, and I've had it for several years. Before that, I had a, a Janome 4000 Memory Craft. And before that, I always had singers. My mom always yeah. said, You gotta sew with a singer. But when I fir- bought my first Janome, the 4,000, it was after my aunt had done a bunch of research. She was, I think she had just retired and she was looking at getting a sewing machine and she did all of this research and she decided from all the research that she did that this Janome would be a great machine. And we had gone to lunch one day and she said, oh, well, do you want to stop by the store where I got my machine? And I said, oh, sure. So we stopped by, and the man who owned the store had a, a floor model. He said it had just been taken to an event as a as a you know as their floor model, and he gave me a great discount. I feel like I got it for half the price that my <laughs> aunt had just purchased hers. Yeah, two weeks prior, but that machine served me so well, and I ended up giving it to my other daughter when I got my Janome that I have now. But I am kind of, I'm kind of in the market for a new machine. So dun dun dun. Yeah, we'll see what what I've I've really used this Janome that I have, and I, I got it for Christmas. I can't yeah. even remember how long ago it's been. It was it's been a while. I think it I've was had in it the old house more than ten years. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say I think I might be due for a new machine. Yeah, I was because have... I knew you each had two different brands, so. You would yeah. have different ones. I was so I was curious if you would ever leave each of you would leave the brands that you're with right now. So yeah. it seems like you might be doing some research, mom. Yeah, I think so. Welcome to the land of Juki, Mom. I, I do have a travel machine, a Janome Gem Platinum, which I've found has been really nice because I can interchange the feet with my main Janome. Yeah. So that has been really nice. I feel like I'll always keep this other Janome, maybe. I don't know. 
I don't know, but I'm in the market for a new machine. So yeah. I've got to do well, some Well, I have a daughter who wants to be a fashion designer. So if you're thinking of <laughs> donating, <laughs> so, you know where to find me. Yeah, you, you should let her use your little Janome. I know. She could start sewing with it now. I know. She, yeah. this morning, I can't even tell you, she <laughs> was up early, her little cute outfit because she's, yeah. You, I'll get a picture for you. Okay. Earrings, necklace, bun. Fun. Fake hair attached in. This girl, you guys, is ready to go to New York and start a fashion career. Oh, boy. Okay, next category, storage items. I literally, I literally wrote mom in a smiley face oh, on my you paper. Did? Because I'm like, yeah, we got some plastic bins that I've been waiting to change out. And mom's over here like, well, I got this with the air holes and... <laughs> So, Mom, would you like to talk about your favorite storage items? Yeah, I actually have two. Uh, they both come from Container Store. I'll, we'll pop up pictures of them and links to them. One is a basket, a, a wire basket, and the wires are white coated, and the handles are like a natural wood. Yeah. And I love, love, love those. And then I have these plastic bins from Container Store that have the air holes, and you can get either a plastic lid or you can get a bamboo lid it's which so I have pretty the bamboo lid. right and I feel like the bamboo lid kind of coordinates with the handle the natural wood handles yeah. on the other so they look really good but I am right in the middle literally as we are taping this yesterday I well about a week or 10 days ago I got a new cabinet in my sewing room and that was super easy take out the shelves put the put everything that was on the shelves in the cabinets. I was able to put things from other places in the cabinets to free up. Anyway, but just yesterday we started, the carpenter came and we took everything out of my sewing room closet. It's all out on the landing out there. And you would never believe all that stuff fit yeah. in that closet. But uh, nothing is going back in that room unless I go through it. And I'm not buying any new storage containers until I know exactly what's going back in and maybe I won't even need any more storage I'm so containers. I'm so proud of you. So I'm going to really do what all of the professional organizers suggest. Everything is out of the closet. I'm going to go through it. Yeah. You don't containerize until you know what's left. Yes. Going to donate some stuff. Um, de-stash some stuff. De-stash some stuff. So yeah. But those two Storage containers are my favorites. I'm excited to see it organized. Yeah. And I took lots of pictures yesterday. I, oh, I took good. a picture of the closet before I emptied it. And then I took every time the carpenter left the room, I'd go <laughs> and snap a picture. So it kind of He's got, like, what is this woman doing? You know, and then I'd try to like get out of the room before he came back. So he didn't know that I was oh, my photographing. Goodness. That uh, is so funny. Yeah. And he's come, he's coming today not today tomorrow oh so yeah he's so nice yes so anyway he's i think he said he'd finish tomorrow so really yeah so Good. then i'm gonna have a lot of work to do most used colors of aurafil and mine is 2021 okay it's nice and bright and crisp i have <laughs> no idea what color it that is, is. <laughs> Billy, it is a bright it's white. It's a bright white. It's a bright white. Okay. I apologize. Thank you for the people. <laughs> Everyone's like, 2021. We have yeah. Google now, guys. We have Google. I, I think I use 2026 a little more frequently. Really? It's a little bit creamier. It's a creamy white. 
I used so, to use that. Yeah. But now I am, I don't know, 2021 white, yeah. Billy. And I've talked Bright to lots white. of people that use gray for all their sewing. They do. But I never have gotten into that. Was that Val that brought that up? Maybe it wasn't. I can't remember. And somebody that we had on the podcast said that they use whatever color. Who was that? Maybe that was Val. Maybe that was Lisa Bonji. Maybe that was Lisa. No, because I feel like from Lisa Bonji, I learned that when you're sewing with dark fabrics, it's Val who use uses a dark different thread. colors. I think it was Val. Yes. So, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. Like I was totally enamored by that whole conversation. It was very yeah. interesting. So, but didn't yeah. she say you, she used different colors that coordinated with yes. the fabric, though? Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like she'll switch because she does like yeah. the custom quilting, and so it was really interesting her talking about that. But, yeah. but you yeah. guys pretty much as standard use the same I colors. I pretty much do. If I'm sewing with some really dark, if I'm sewing with dark fabrics, I will go ahead and, and I'm doing a whole quilt with them. I'll yeah. go ahead and change out my thread. But if I'm doing a scrappy quilt and it has dark and light, I'm yeah. just going to do everything with the light thread. Well, so then curious, I in your sewing room, I see you have like a ton of different colors. Yeah. Those are mostly for, I use them for binding. Oh, binding. Yes, okay. I was going to bring that up because yeah. mom will match the binding with a thread she has. And I'm over here like, just whip out my 2021 and I'll just yeah. bind with the 2021. Nobody's going to notice. Yeah. Like, But I like that about you. You're very specific to that. You, yeah. you like to match it. And I, in my brain, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> But mom, mom, to her yeah. matters. So No, and I use all those colors too when I sew a lot of bags. Yeah, I use those for the top stitching on the bag so that that will coordinate. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So our next item is quilt reference books. And I have one that I absolutely love. And I think it's called the quilter's reference tool. I don't know. We'll pop up a picture link yeah, I remember to you talking it. about that before. It's just a little spiral bound book. It's only maybe six inches wide and eight inches tall, but it has all the tips you need in yeah. there and all the measurements. And it has, especially what I love is has the block sizes for on point quilts, for the setting triangles. And if you view sashing, it has different, has all the measurements for doing that. So yeah, I always use that for um, that information. It has uh, mattress sizes, bed quilt sizes, all, all just all kinds of book. really, really handy little tips all in a book. But along that line, I should say we're getting ready. So this is airing Monday. So Blockheads 4 with Moda just started. Yes, last we're so week. excited. Yes, but they have a little tip sheet, basics sheet that I'm guessing that Carrie put together that is really nice. If you're a beginner quilter, even if you don't want to sew along with Blockheads 4, go and get, we'll put a link to it in the description below. Go and get that handout. It covers quarter inch seam, pressing, different kinds of basic blocks. It's a really great handout for a beginner. Yeah, so. Blockheads is going to be a lot of fun. 
I am a blockhead, yes. so I'm very excited. <laughs> 28 blockheads. 28 blockheads. There are going to be 36 blocks. Yeah. And we'll find out more as we go, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. But I will just add my own little tidbit on reference books uh-huh. and just mention that we live in the age of Google and YouTube. And so a lot of times right. I find myself Googling things. There's great blogs, including moms. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that um, I don't know how many times I watched her original, like back in the day, day, Billy filmed actually a few videos before like all of this. Mm-hmm. And there was a binding one. And I would watch that binding tutorial all the time. And now it's just like ingrained in my brain. <laughs> but this is a funny story. I had a friend come up to me just in the past couple weeks, you know her, and she said, I have watched your mom's binding video so many times. And I'm like, no way. I'll have to tell her. It'll make her so happy. Oh, so that's nice. Uh, it's one of mom's mom and Billy's original videos. One of our early yeah. videos. Yeah. Yeah. The early videos. But um, yeah, so there's a lot of good information online. There's a lot of amazing tips and references if you want to use those resources. So yeah. Yeah. I think that sounds great. I yes. think I think we covered every category I think we did. on I'm the happy. list. Is yeah. there anything else that you're dying to share one of your favorite things you guys use frequently or what aren't I dying that, to share? Did that cover I think pretty much everything. I think we covered everything. And I and I look so we can give some credit. I uh, the email that you forwarded me, um, oh. that was from Meredith. Okay. So I don't know where she's from or anything, but okay. thank you to Meredith. Meredith. Okay. For- yeah. When I got her email, I sent it to Billy. I remember that. And I said, hey, put this on the schedule. <laughs> this is a great idea. <laughs> so it's yeah, too bad we don't idea. have the uh, rights to, was it Sound of Music? Favorite things. Could, oh, I, could, I, could, I know. I could have like played that as you guys talked about them. Yeah. But- <laughs> We're, we're not at that level. One of level. my favorite songs. We, we don't have the rights to that. We're not, <laughs> we're not Warner Brothers or Paramount or whatever. Yes. Or <laughs> okay. So do we have any reviews from Apple Podcasts? Oh, I, I we'll do it next I didn't time. look good. I didn't, I, I, we probably do, but I, I forgot. I didn't okay. gather any. We'll so do we'll, we'll do, do those next, next time. Okay. And so our next episode is going to be Monday, April 11th. 2022. Yeah. So join us then. And thanks so much for stopping by. Bye.